BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is a podcast from Minute Media. All right, welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Chris Shad, who writes for us here at the Viking Age and a number of other online sports publications. Um, all right, uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, welcome. Make sure to like this video and also subscribe. Uh, and also follow us on Twitter at the Viking Age and on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Viking Age. All right, we got the schedule. The 2022 regular season schedule for the Vikings has been released. Um, it looks, looks okay. Uh, I feel, feel all right about it. Um, but Chris, you know, what are just some of your initial reactions after seeing the Viking schedule. Well, uh, as someone who has looked at the schedule for the past 24 hours, because I may have gotten it early. Um, <laughs> I think humble brag, right? Uh, yeah. I, I think the beginning of the season has some challenges. I do not like the end of the season schedule. You have to go to green Bay and Chicago at the end of the year, week 18 soldier field. What could possibly go wrong with this team? Um, everything. <laughs> You know, it's a schedule. I, I'm not really too fond of, oh, my God, what's this? Because we don't know. I mean, all the teams at the end of the year could suck. I mean, Green Bay could crater. Maybe Aaron Rodgers eats too much G and, like, like has to – Yeah, he'll get locked in the bathroom for a couple of weeks or something. <laughs> like, you know, we, we just don't know how these teams are going to pan out. So, for now, it's exciting. Uh, everybody wants to plan their road trips and get their hotels booked and everything. And now – People can go ahead and do that. So uh, it's pretty exciting. I'm excited to break down all of the games with you right now and uh, unveil our way too early season projections. Yeah, uh, just real quick before we do that. Yeah, I um, they only have what one 
one primetime game. I guess the London game counts because it'll be nighttime there. Um, they have two, don't they? And they, and they, or, or I'm thinking, I'm thinking t- traditional uh, primetime game because they have, they do have the Thanksgiving one. You're right. Um, against the yeah, Thanksgiving Patriots and Monday and, night. Um, and Monday night Eagles, yeah. So yeah. they, so they have two. Okay, two, and then maybe technically three with the with the Saints, but they don't have like a traditional Thursday game like a, a thursday night football game on on which i guess is on what amazon now um and they don't yeah. have a traditional sunday night game because those those two are kind of oh mixed together um on thanksgiving against a patriots team that they have not defeated since 2000 uh but of course that was those games were all against tom brady and the patriots and this time it'll just be bill belichick and the Patriots, but uh, yeah, let's just uh, we'll get right into it. So let's just let's go over it. Week one, the Vikings are home inside U.S. Bank Stadium. First game for Kevin O'Connell is against the Green Bay Packers at three twenty-five p.m. on Sunday, September eleventh. Lot of lot of lot of uh, let's see, Zadarius Smith facing his old team, Aaron Rodgers just coming in to to minnesota always always a good time uh what do you think do the vikings pull it out i mean the home openers are always a lot of fun i guess for the vikings so so what do you what do you think what do you think this time of the year i think most viking fans are just like hell yeah we're gonna beat the packers of course we're gonna beat the packers right i mean <laughs> we're all gonna be fired up everybody's gonna be liquored up i believe it's a 325 kickoff too it is. so i think everybody is gonna be ready to go for that sunday opener you know, here's my question coming into week one, and this is going to be concerned with any team. How long is it going to take the Vikings to adapt to Kevin O'Connell? Because there's going to be a new offense, new defensive scheme, a lot of players who have been with Mike Zimmer for a very long time. And a lot of people are going to make fun of me for this, but I, my biggest concern here is Kurt Cousins because he's a creature of comfort. How long is it going to take him to get Kevin O'Connell's offense and get comfortable in this offense to get people going? You know, Green Bay coming in, they're going to be good. I know they lost Devontae Adams. I know we love making fun of Aaron Rodgers. I already took a shot at him once. But they are going to come in, and they're going to have the same system. They're going to have the same pieces. Maybe they need to figure out a wide receiver. But when you have one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, that takes a little less work to figure out. So in this game, I'm going to pick the Packers. I think the Vikings will be 0-1 right out of the shoot. But it's nothing against... You know, it might be a little bit against who they're playing, but I mean, it's just how quickly is this team going to adapt to a new regime? Well, I'll take it and spin it the other way. The you know, with the Vikings having a new head coach and new coaching staff, not a lot of people know what to expect from their offense and and from their defense. So while the Vikings have an advantage going against a Packers team who's had the same coaching staff and the same offense, the Packers, you know, they can they can guess and and you know look at old. Old tape of the Rams, I guess, and old old tapes of the the Broncos defense with that Donatelle. They can guess what what they're going to see, but they don't exactly know. Things could be very different than what they think. So I think that will be an advantage for the Vikings, and they will start off the season with a win at one and zero against. The I could see it. Huh? Yeah, and I also just think U.S. Bank Stadium um, when there's fans inside makes a a much bigger difference because they, they opened the season against the Packers in, in 2020 and Rodgers was getting uh, Vikings players to jump off sides because there was <laughs> no crowd noise. So that was yeah. a whole lot of fun. 
All right, week two, we, we've already known about it. Um, we talked about it a little on the last episode against the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday night, the second game of a Monday night doubleheader at uh, 7.30 p.m. Central on ABC, and this game will be in Philadelphia. What do you got, Chris? Uh, I love what Philadelphia has done this offseason. Like I said, I think it's the plan the Vikings should follow as far as their competitive rebuild goes. Uh, I think about the middle of the offensive line in this one. Garrett Bradbury is still the Vikings starting center. Week one, he goes up against Kenny Clark. Kenny Clark actually tweeted a picture of himself dancing, uh, saying Vikings week one. So definitely he's excited to face Garrett Bradbury. And then he's going to go and face <laughs> Jordan Davis, who might as well be the eater of worlds, the world's largest football player. Yeah. I fear for Garrett Bradbury's safety. So I'm going to go 0-2 for the Vikings. Oh, I'm going to no. call another loss. I'm going to be negative. But don't worry. Things turn around. Just just hang on, hey, Vikings fans. Hey, listen. I, I don't breaks. know if you saw, but but Phil Mackey today, Score North's Phil Mackey, said that uh, JC the, the Vikings are on J.C. Treader's shortlist. So maybe Garrett Bradbury won't Correct. be the center uh, in these games. He really wants to sign with the Vikings, doesn't he? Because he's just like, his dad's out there like, I don't know if they want it to happen. It can happen. He like, but he wants to get paid, on my too. Short list. Yeah, What's he wants that? to get paid. But he wants to get money, though, too. He doesn't yeah. want to play, play for like the minimum, which is probably what the Vikings want him to play for because he's he's got some questionable knees um yeah i've got this game as a loss as well um i like what the eagles have done this offseason as well adding aj brown adding uh hassan reddick uh to the linebacking core you know a big uh, free agent pickup for them uh makes their pass rush a lot better of course yeah adding jordan davis in the middle there um and i like jalen hurts like he's he's still pretty young people like rag on him and stuff but this is this is year three uh, for Jalen Hurts, and you know, you look at guys like, even you look at someone like Josh Allen or, or Kyler Murray. Year three for those guys was huge, so he could make some some pretty big steps, especially with AJ Brown out there. And I just feel like the Eagles, you know, with both teams likely being pretty healthy, I like the Eagles uh, in this this matchup being home as well gives them an advantage. Hopefully. This results in less Vikings fans getting sucker punched in the parking lot than it did in the NFC Championship. But, you know, you never know with Philly fans. But a loss for me as well. So 1-1 for me and what 0-2 for you. 0-2. All right. All right. Okay. So the Vikings come back next week. They get a home game against the Detroit Lions on uh, Sunday, September 25th. This is a noon kickoff on Fox. I didn't mention that the, the Vikings... Packers, I think that's the like the the late game of America or whatever on Fox uh, to kick off the week. I think the number one team might be on that game because I think the Giants and Titans is the other late game, and I can't imagine that they're gonna go to that instead of the Packers Vikings. Could be wrong, uh, but I so think the number one team. That's yeah, Kevin that's, Burkhardt and who? I don't is know if they've decided that yet. Maybe I don't. I don't know if they've decided that yet. Uh, it's it'll be Tom Brady in the future, but uh, but not not this year. Um, I'll be at right, the so game, yeah. so I don't care. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's PA for you, pretty much. Uh, yeah, uh, the replays. Um, yeah, yeah, so the Lions at home, week three, noon kickoff. What do you got? Um, Detroit's going to be a little bit improved, but they're still in tank mode. Jared Goff's still their quarterback. You know, Dan Campbell's still there. He's going to get him to play hard. And I'm sure Detroit was a little ticked off 
that they had the number two overall pick in a bad quarterback, uh, bad quarterback class. So I think the Vikings take care of it here. You know, one of the things I think we'll see about the Kevin O'Connell regime is they're not going to let teams hang around like Mike Zimmer did towards the end. If they jump up on Detroit, they're going to smash them. And I, the Vikings are a markedly better team than the Lions right now. So I'm going to give the Vikings the first win here. I'm going to say one and two with a W at home. Yeah, the the Vikings won't have to worry about uh, Jamison Williams. I don't think so, uh, at least unless he's like got Adrian Peterson healing powers uh, and he's back that early. Um, that trade would look even worse if he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would not be good. Uh, but I don't think they'll do that because he has his entire career ahead of him. So I don't. But it is the Lions, so you never know. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, I think I think the Vikings right now are, are a better team than than the Lions. Um, I think it could be it could be a close game. The Lions might be a little feisty, but with you, I, I agree that in the end, it'll be the Vikings coming out on top and uh, getting that win to move to. Let's see, you're one and two, and I've got them at, at two and one. Uh, so I uh, I think they will beat the Lions on to week four. The Vikings will be flying across the Atlantic Ocean into London, England to take on the New Orleans Saints. Not in New Orleans. Sorry, Justin Jefferson. Uh, but you'll have to fly to London instead. So terrible. Um, but they're playing the Saints in London. This is, uh, I believe, let's see, 8.30 a.m. kickoff on NFL Network on Sunday, October 2nd. What do you think is going to happen, Chris? Saints are a weird team to figure out because they're doing what the Vikings are doing, but they're doing it at a higher level. They are actually making moves to go all in with young rookies and competitive players. Chris Olave was one of my favorite players of the draft. They should have Michael Thomas back. Alvin Kamara, I'm not exactly sure what's going on with him. I assume he's out of jail after beating somebody up at the Pro Bowl. So he'll be back. And the last time the Vikings saw him, they scored six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Vikings win, though. I I just feel like they'll start hitting their stride here. They'll start getting comfortable. It's Kirktober, so we'll have a big game. Uh, I'm going to say Vikings win, and they get back to 500. Yeah, aside from that Christmas, was that Christmas or was it Christmas Eve? I think it was Christmas. Christmas. That Christmas Day debacle. Uh, in New Orleans, uh, the Vikings have played pretty well against the Saints uh, in the last few years. You know, Kirk Cousins included. Uh, even in that that game where they got blown out, Justin Jefferson played pretty well. Um, Adam Thielen's always played pretty well. Devin Cook has played well against the Saints. So I think they will get the win too. And the fact that the Vikings don't have to play in New Orleans is huge. Uh, this is a big break for the Vikings because that's a very tough place to play. Um, and they get to go to London, where I feel like the Vikings actually have a pretty good uh, following. Not that it'll matter because the the crowd will be just full of every uh, fan base. But uh, yeah, I, I think I think the Vikings will get a, a win. I'm just ah, uh, who? Jameis Winston is their quarterback. Maybe is he? Mm-hmm. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Did they did they draft? Him, I buddy? believe. I don't think they did. They. I don't think they did. did I think they, they might have signed some. Not of it, not of note, but yeah, yeah. They, I don't think they 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 probably should have, but they didn't. Um, so yeah, I'll and we don't know about like Michael Thomas. He's kind of he's he sounds like he's ready to come back, but he's not. Like, he's been out for a long time. 
Um, yeah. So I'll take the Vikings in this one. So I've got the Vikings starting three and one, and you've got them at two and two. All right. Week five. Here's a really, really weird game. Week five at home against the Bears. Not week 18, week five at home against the Bears. The Vikings and the Bears. I believe it's a noon kickoff time on Fox, Sunday, October 9th. Uh, so they don't have a bye after the London game. But, uh, you know, if you ask some people, they still get a bye because they're playing the Bears. Um, so <laughs> what do you got for this game, Chris? You know, this is a very fortunate time to play the Bears, considering you're flying all the way back from London. Uh, so playing a lesser opponent because the Bears are in full tank mode right now. Uh, um, I don't know who Justin Fields is going to be throwing the football to. Um, there's a lot of holes on that team, a lot of rookies. Ooh, I think they just signed Tazay Sharp. Down. Did you see that? I think uh, they just signed Tazay, Tazay Sharp. Fourth so and one weapon, Tazay Sharp. <laughs> and Byron Pringle, the uh, donut master, ooh, ooh, also ooh. out there. This is going to be a win. I think the Vikings, mm-hmm. this will probably be closer than we all want it to be just because of the jet lag factor. But mm-hmm. Um, I think the Vikings get a win and uh, they go to three and two. Yeah, I think it'll be close to um, interesting stat I found when doing some research on this. This is the earliest the Vikings have played a home game against the Bears since 2006. So like mm. they played the Bears in like either the last game of the season or like after week 14 or 15 for like 15 years in a row. Uh, but not mm. this year. It's, it's, it's week five, so, you know, so switching it up a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't see the, the bears, you know, maybe later on the season, they can get a little frisky and pull an upset. But, uh, early in the season, I, I see the Vikings pulling this out. So I have the Vikings starting four and one and you have them what three and two now, three and two. All right. On to week six. Uh, they have to travel to South Florida to face the Miami Dolphins for a Sunday noon kickoff on Fox. Uh, what do you got for this one, Chris? Uh, this is my trap game before the mm. bye. I, I don't know why Miami's going to be hot. A lot of Vikings fans are going to make the trip because they always go oh, down yeah. to warm places like this. But um, I just don't feel good about it. I don't know why. I saw the clip of Tua trying to throw a deep <laughs> ball to Tyree Kale, and he had to like stand there until it like got to him. So I don't think that's good. Um, Mike McDaniel. I like their coach. I like their coach. I like yeah. Their coach. Yeah. I mean, he's funny like in him. press conferences. We'll see what happens when he's running a football team. But yeah. um, I think I think Miami wins. I, I think it's just gut feeling. I think the Vikings will, I mean, we'll all be, be excited about them after winning three straight, and then they'll drop one in Miami. We'll go into the bye like, oh. Yeah. I I, uh, I agree with you. I think Miami's going to win. I think they're going to be an underrated team this year. I feel like a lot of people are already counting them out because they're like, oh, they got all these pieces, but they have Tua. And it's like, well, they can still win with like, like they got a really smart coach and he can put them in positions to to play really well. I like I like their coach. I think he he could turn out to be maybe the best hire of the offseason uh, as far as new head coaches go. Obviously, they got Tyreek Hill. Uh, I like Chase Edmonds. They just signed him from the Cardinals. That's a sneaky uh, signing that they had, the running back there. Um, and their defense is pretty good. So, yeah, I think the Dolphins will beat the Vikings because also it's going to be hot. 
they're going to put them the the Dolphins. I think they strategically have the away bench like with the sun just like beaming on the bench, so it like ruins the away team's life. Yes, they should. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. You, Why not? You do whatever you want. Um. So yeah, I have this as a loss as well. So for me, the Vikings will move to four and two. And was that make three and three, three for and you? Three. Okay. Yeah. Three and three. All right. All right. So Mr. I, Negative I, over here. So yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I'm the optimistic one. All right, week seven they got the bye. That's not terrible. I, th- I like I like that. I like week seven. It's pretty can't much can't lose. Like seven week seven to no. ten. You can't. Yeah, you can't really lose with with that bye. Um, uh, so I'm I'm happy with that. A little little worried about it not being right after the the London game, but I don't think buys start until week six with the 17 mm-hmm. game schedule. So they can't even have a buy after that, no matter what. Did um, I see it right? New Orleans doesn't have a buy until week 14. Yeah. What? Wow. <laughs> they go to London that and then they don't sucks. have a <laughs> Yeah. Right. Right. That yeah. is brutal. But, that's, uh, that's, okay. Why is that even, why is that even an option? Like, I don't, I don't know. They just, they, I guess they want to have a certain amount of games every week. So they got to spread it out. Um, yeah. All right. The Vikings, Vikings return from their bye in week eight. They're home. So they don't have to go very far. They play the Arizona Cardinals, who by week eight will have DeAndre Hopkins back on the field. He was suspended six games and he will be back uh, for this game against the Vikings. This is a Sunday game, noon kickoff at home inside U.S. Bank Stadium. What do you say, Chris? What do you got in this one? Yeah, it's unfortunate they're going to have to face uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Could have gotten a nice little break at the beginning of the schedule, but that's okay. I actually like the first six weeks, even though I have them three and three. I think there's a couple of swing games in there that they can wind up winning and have a better uh, record than the three and three I'm predicting. I think this is where the Vikings start to heat up a little bit. After the Mm -hmm. bye, they're comfortable with KOC's offense. Uh, They're starting to feel it on defense. And I also think this is the Arizona Craters because I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is a very good coach. I think Kyler Murray is sick of everything that's going on over there. And uh, J.J. Watt, brother of TJ and J- Derek, will have a torn pectoral muscle by this time of the year. I was so going to say I'm he's going to be hurt. Vikings. <laughs> Something will explode was... on his body again and everybody will be pretend to be shocked. Yeah, the Cardinals, I believe, so, uh, their first three games of the year are against the Chiefs on the road against the Raiders and against the Rams. So they are starting off with a brutal schedule. Uh-huh. Um, so they could already be like out for the count by the time they play the Vikings. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, I had this as a win as well. You know, the the Vikings, they should have beat the Cardinals last year. You know, if not for Greg Joseph missing that, that last second field goal, they had a pretty, what, what were they up? Like 22 to seven at one point. Um, yep, and they took their so, foot off the gas. Yeah. Right. I don't think that'll be a problem here. Yeah. So yeah, I think the and this this game will be inside US Bank Stadium, so I think they'll they'll you know it'll be easier for them. Not that I don't think Arizona is a very tough place to play. Um that you know they have fans, but it's not like no one's ever like, oh no, Arizona. <laughs> it's a retirement um, community. You know, <laughs> anybody who's there is probably you know from the snowbirds. So they're called. Yeah. Um yeah. So yeah, I have this as a win too. And in my uh, predictions that you cannot see up on on the Viking Age right now, is that in the end the Vikings will get another opportunity to make a last second field goal to win. But this time they will hit it through the uprights. So I have did that you write a, a script for the Viking Age? Like <laughs> sometimes, I sometimes, I, you, sometimes I do. Sometimes I sometimes I do that. 
you're the Vince sometimes. McMahon of the Viking universe. Sometimes, like, yeah. And then I just all fire right, everybody. Pal. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, but but I've tried to fire Kirk Cousins and that hasn't worked. So, um, mm. so I got the Vikings <laughs> five and two, and you have them at what four and three. Uh yeah. So four and three. Week nine, they start a little bitty, a little bit of a road trip. Uh, week nine is on the road against the Washington Commanders, now known as the Commanders in Washington. Do not know if Daniel Snyder will be the owner uh, when this game happens. Who knows? Uh, but this game will be Sunday noon kickoff. Lots of noon kickoffs for the Vikings this year, which I don't think is a bad thing. Um, so what do you think about this? On the road against Washington. Kirk Cousins' first trip back to Washington as a Viking. That's what I have in my notes. Kirk Cousins' revenge game. Um, this can go one of two ways. It's not in uh, Kirk Tober. <laughs> so, I mean, if this was Kirk Tober, woo, this would be fun. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. it is just outside of Kirk Tober. Uh, so he's either going to throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns or... He, the wheels are going to come off, and this will be one of those what-the-hell Kirk games. Mm. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I'm going to say, you know, with that, with Kevin O'Connell not screaming at him with every mistake he makes, uh, <laughs> I think he lets it loose a little bit, and I think the Vikings get a win here. They, like I said, they start to get hot. You talked about trap games with the Dolphins earlier. I think this this game is going to be kind of a trap game where the, the commanders that might be like two and four or, or, or like three and four around this time. Um, and, and the Vikings and the fans, we might, uh, look past this game and be like, Oh, it's Carson Wentz and, and Washington. They're, they're not good. They're not, they're not going to win the division or make the playoffs or anything. And then this, uh, Ron Rivera has good teams. Like they're always going to compete. I hardly like ever see his teams get blown out. So they're always usually in games. Um, I have this as a loss for for the vikings um i don't know if it's going to be kirk yeah kirk pooping his pants or whatever on the field or 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 something else also kevin o'connell's return to washington because he was the offensive coordinator for for the washington i get were they the football team or they were the old the other name i think they were the other when he was there they're the other name but he was the yeah the offensive coordinator for for washington so a reunion for there too but uh i you know i like chase young you know Carson Wentz. Say what you will about him last year on on the Colts. He put up some good numbers. He had like a Kirk Cousins esque kind of season last year. Where he put up really good numbers, and the rest of the team didn't do so hot. So you never know what could happen with him. But I had this as a a sneaky loss for for the Vikings. So I got them at five and three. Do they have the the same one? Yeah. Five and three. Wait, you had this, you had, you had five, we both have five and three. Okay. I have five and three right now. Yep. All right. Second week in a row on the road, the Vikings travel to Buffalo to play the Buffalo Bills Sunday. Guess what? Noon kickoff uh, on Fox. Uh, a November game in Buffalo for the Vikings. What do you got? God, the weather is going to suck up there, but this would be one of the <laughs> best road trips to take. Oh, their stadium's sure. a dump. Their weather is awful. But, God, I would pay for the opportunity to jump through a flaming table or even just channel my inner wrestling fan and scream, get the tables! Um, Buffalo might go to the Super Bowl. 
They got to play Stefan Diggs, who I'm sure he won't be motivated for this game. Um, it's just one of those things you just run into a buzzsaw. So I'm calling a loss here. Yeah, I have this as a loss as well. Yes, Stefan Diggs will be very motivated to play the Vikings if he's healthy. Never know. He could mm-hmm. pull a groin or something. He does that from time to time. Um, yeah, in Buffalo, I feel like if it was in, even if it, the game was in Minnesota, I feel like the Vikings would have a, a tough time uh, with mm-hmm. the Bills. You know, Josh Allen, he he's he's done really well. You know, congrats to him. I think a lot of people doubted him. I definitely did. I didn't think he was going to be the guy that, that he turned out to be. Good for him. Uh, they drafted James Cook. Dalvin Cook's brother, so there'll be a little battle there too. And they have good defense. Um, and yeah, like you said, I think you know a lot of people are going to be picking the Bills to either at least make and maybe some would pick them to win the Super Bowl. So they're just, the Vikings and Bills are just at like two different points in their you know development. So I have the Vikings losing to the Bills, which, you know, I guess we both have them at five and four now. Yes. Yes, we do. All right. So week 11, after that little two-game road trip, they come back home to face the Dallas Cowboys. A 325 kickoff Sunday on CBS. Um, So the Cowboys at home. Week 11. What do you got? Get Tony Romo in the booth. Jim! Jim! (laughs) Jim! I don't think so. Um, I think there's like... There's like a, a stat or something that whenever Jim Nance and like the number one CBS group is like the Vikings are terrible whenever they have those guys. So, no, I don't want them. I mean, yeah, when Cooper Rush is starting uh, mm-hmm. again, like this game just gives me PTSD. I was at the Dallas <laughs> Halloween game and <laughs> let's just say I let out the most the loudest, most aggressive F-bomb I've ever dropped. <laughs> and I have an extensive history of loud, aggressive Chris Shad F-bombs. Oh, wow. It, it, it was it was bad. But um, this is going to be a marquee game, 325 start. Everybody's going to be nervous. I just don't think Dallas is that good. Like, they're going to they're gonna win the East because there's no team in that division. That's even maybe Philly. Like, maybe Dallas and Philly. I'd They'll go Philly. head-to-head. I'd, I'd, say, I'd yeah. say Philly. Yeah, yeah Philly. Yeah, yeah. So screw Dallas. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I think I think the Vikings will win. Yeah, I have this as a win too. Um, I just think the Cowboys are getting too. I don't think they're going to be. They could be decent this year, but I feel like this is the year where everyone's going to get fed up with Mike McCarthy. Um, he'll be out. Sean and, Payton's going to take over, baby. Yeah, Sean Payton to the Panthers. Apparently, that's that's the rumor today that the Panthers are really? going after Sean Payton next year. Yeah, so they're they're going to back up the Brinks truck for for Sean Payton. Um, Kellen, Kellen, uh, multiple Quinn? Brinks trucks at his house. He'll just like walk out the front door and be like, "There's five large trucks with yeah. a lot of money in front of my house. Which one do I choose?" <laughs> yeah, who's who's the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys? Is it Kellen is Moore? It, uh, Kellen Moore. I said Kellen Quinn. That's a uh, a singer for an emo band. Um, Kellen Moore. Yeah, he'll probably step in and be the uh, the new coach. Or don't they still have... Uh, who's the old Falcons coach? That's our defensive coordinator. Dan Quinn. Yeah. And neither of them got in. jobs. Maybe they... they, they didn't Dan, I, I thought Dan Quinn turned down. I think he turned down. He might have... I thought he was like the lead guy for the Broncos job. I think he might have yep. turned it down. 
Yeah, does he look stupid now that they got Russell Wilson? Man. Um, but yeah, I had this as a win. I just think the Vikings will be they'll be kind of itching to get a win after losing to, in, in my view, the the Commanders and the the Bills. So they'll be looking to get a the things back on track. But then in Week Twelve, they have a short week. They will play on Thanksgiving for the first time since 2017 against the New England Patriots. Good news. This game will be inside U.S. Bank Stadium. So that'd be kind of a fun game to go to, I guess, if you live in Minnesota because it is at 720. So, you know, you have your your Thanksgiving, you have your dessert, and then go watch some football. Um, So, yeah, New England Patriots Thanksgiving night. It's the late Thanksgiving game, so 720 kickoff on NBC, I believe, is, is with what Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth now. Um, so what do you got? Um, I think the Patriots overachieved last year. I, I yeah, and I mean, I look at that roster and it's so like, okay, you have no receivers. You took Cole Strange, who doesn't even have a <laughs> in the first round. I'm just going to beat that joke until it dies. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I mean, the game's at home. I'm going to give them a win. I think the Vikings win this game. I think the Patriots kind of, I don't know. I don't think this will be the last year of Bill Belichick because they're not going to fire him. Like, that just hmm. looks awful. They, they're going to let he'll, him he'll be a, out on his own terms. Yeah, yeah. he'll be a step-down guy. He'll be a, yeah. after this season, Bill Belichick There's is no stepping down. doing that. Yeah, right. That's Jets um, fans. Um, yeah, right. Uh, I have this as a loss, just just based on the guy that you mentioned, Bill Belichick. And uh, I think we talked about before we started doing the predictions. Vikings are, are or the, the Patriots are five and one against the Vikings since 2000 with, the, with their last win coming in 2000. Uh, so it's been a long time since the Vikings beat the Patriots. Now, all of those games did have Tom Brady as the quarterback. So there will be a big difference. But you still have Bill Belichick in there who... In the past, like some of the defenses that he's thrown at the Vikings have just been ridiculous. I think I remember, like, it was uh, well, when did they play him last? Was it when was uh, 2018? That's when Thielen got in like the shouting match with him, right? Yep, practiced Jason um, Thielen. Yep, yep. And I think I remember, like, at times they had like one or two man fronts, like in the, on the defensive line, and like they had like five or six guys on like one side. And I'm like, what are they doing? Um, so yeah, I think the Vikings will be the turkeys on Thanksgiving and they will lose to the Patriots. So I have them at what? Let's see. I or six and five and you have them at, uh, seven, six and four, seven and four. Oh man. Look at you. Now you're the optimistic one. I know. Stop being so negative over here. (laughs) Before I do it. Before we move on, I just want to ask, tailgate, if you're doing the Thanksgiving tailgate, what yeah. food do you need to have there? Oh, what like what's my dish? Yes. Uh, I'm a stuffing guy. I'm a stuffing. Like stuffing's good. Like like terrible boxed stovetop stuffing. Like no. I, that's all I need. But well, I'm a pie I like Okay. I'm a pie guy too. Like I, I like I, yes. I stick around for for the pie. Like we got, like my wife makes uh like a mixed berry pie, okay. just like crumble on top. So yeah, like graham cracker. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm more and more of the dessert, but I'll do. 
we do like the turkey. Actually, you know what? Uh, my family we have steak on Thanksgiving because no one really likes turkey. Yeah. So we have no. steak. Right. My dad actually smokes a pork shoulder on there you Thanksgiving. Go. So and he does turkey too. And I mean, I have a little bit of turkey because you know whatever. But I mean, it's not <laughs> something I have to have. Uh, two staples: mac and cheese. Even though it's not Thanksgiving food, so you gotta have that at tailgate. And you got to have green bean casserole, which I know you live out west. I don't know if you know what that is. You basically dump a whole bunch of green beans with a whole bunch of cream and mushroom soup oh. and some uh, fried onions. And you throw it in the oven, and it's amazing. My sister tried to make it with fresh green beans one year, and it was awful because I need it like processed slop. You okay? yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry to get yeah. off track. I just, you know, Thanksgiving, <laughs> no. you, you got to have that conversation. And mac and cheese, you can, I think that's the Thanksgiving food. It qualifies. Well, mac and cheese. There's not. Yes. There's no. There's no. There's no guidelines. I think it's in the last few years it's picked up steam as a, a an entrant in the Thanksgiving family. All right. Entered After Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, they had that. They, they have a. They have a little mini buy, so they get some extra time to to rest for their next opponent, which you know might be their Let toughest of the year. Settle. At home against the New York Jets. Uh, I have one so, notes. Up. Oh, sorry. Oh, go boy. ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, I have one note on this game, so we'll make up for lost time. Uh, the Jets are so freaking bad. <laughs> like, I don't care about their draft. Everybody's like, they got Garrett Wilson. They got Jermaine Johnson. They Listen, got, it's not it's good not if you win the draft. Damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know Garrett yeah. Johnson or Garrett. I don't even know his name. I'm so Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Doesn't As the Rock once said, it doesn't matter what your <laughs> name is. I didn't once. even know he was a real person until two weeks before the draft. Okay, so like the made up name, if he blows up, like everybody could just make fun of me and light up my Twitter or whatever. The Vikings are going to roll in this game. This isn't even going to be close. Win eight and four. I think the Jets are heading in the right direction. I think they are. But I still think they're like a year or two away because I think they they have a good GM. I like their head coach. I like Robert Sala. He's not like a disaster like some of the past Jets coaches. But yeah, they're not. They're nowhere close to being ready. I feel like they could win like seven games. Is probably like their ceiling uh, next season. But yes, I have this this game as a win. Good game to kind of help them get back on track. Uh, it does feel a little bit like a trap game, but um, it's a little too trappy to to be trap to be. If you lose to the Jets, then you can be like, all right, let's just rest everyone till next season because we're not making the playoffs. Um, so I got them as a win at seven and five, and you have them at what eight and four? Eight and four. Oh my goodness, what is going on? All right, we go. (laughs) Here we go. Final stretch. We got what four games left? Week 14, maybe five games. Um, week 14 on the road, go back to the scene of the crime to the Detroit Lions. LOL, Sunday. Guess what? Noon kickoff. Uh, on Fox, what do you got? Can I mention that I'm really excited for Hard Knocks? Like I saw, oh, I saw the clip yeah. of Jamal. I keep Williams forgetting, and then I'm like, yes, <laughs> Jamal Williams is just like I don't give. Oh, a I heard, I I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, him, Dan Campbell, um, Jared Goff was actually kind of funny, just because he's he was, like yeah. he didn't know what direction the sun rose when he was on Hard Knocks. Yeah, that was uh, with good. the Rams a couple of years ago. Um, 
I think the Vikings really should have won this game last year. I, and I, like I said, I think Detroit's not ready. Well, they'll have to deal with Jameson Williams at this point, but whatever. Um, I think they'll be tanking for Bryce Young to pair with Jameson yeah. Williams at this point. So it's a win for the Vikings. Nine and four. If, if Cam- oh, my goodness. If Cameron Dantzler knew where the goal line was, uh, they would have won <laughs> the game last year. But apparently that's too much to, to ask for from a, a defensive back. Uh, but he did have a good PFF grade, so that's great. Uh, but apparently still has to figure out. Apparently knowing where the goal line doesn't factor into your, your PFF grade. Uh, that but, should be like yes. the bankrupt space on Wheel of Fortune. You know, you go there and like all your PFF <laughs> things just do yeah, zero. Um, but yeah, I have this as a win too because I feel like there's been times during the, the Zimmer era where they kind of underestimated the Lions and then the Lions would come yeah. in and kind of, you know, smack them in the mouth and and give them a loss like last year when they had zero wins and the Vikings lost. Uh, to the Lions. So, but I think Kevin O'Connell will have this team. Hopefully, I hopefully think that he will have them better prepared to not underestimate the Lions. And I, I, it could be a close game because it's division, a divisional game. Uh, but I think the Vikings will win and sweep the season series against the Lions. Originally, I did have this as a loss, but then I kind of looked at it more and I'm like, no, they can't, can't lose the Lions. Um, so I have them at eight and five and you got them at nine and four. Oh my goodness. All right, here we go. Four more games. Stay with us, people. Um week fifteen against the Colts at home. Now, these the Vikings posted on their schedule. They have no idea when this game is taking place. It could be Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, December seventeenth, December eighteenth. They don't even know the time or when it's gonna be on. So it's gonna be on like it's gonna be like on Reddit or something streaming uh on like a Friday night. Um uh, but no, it'll probably be on Saturday or Sunday. Uh, so the Colts at home. What do you think? I, I got some got some feelings about this game. What do you think? It's gonna be like one of those uh, Monday Night Raw tag team matches where, like, you know, the Vikings just practicing and like Jonathan Taylor just shows up with uh, Matt Ryan and yeah. Then now we will have a NFL game Monday yeah. night. Yeah, is Matt Ryan staying in this scenario? See the old, uh, the old I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I have definitely. Jonathan Taylor written in all caps in my notes. Um, because I don't know yeah. if the Vikings can stop him. I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody can stop him. Jonathan Taylor is the closest thing that we have in this league since Adrian Peterson. So he is a beast <laughs> and the Vikings could not stop the run last year. So I have this as a loss. I think this, everybody's going to get all high and mighty at nine and four. Then Jonathan Taylor is going to run our ass over. So I'm big Jonathan Taylor loss. guy, yeah. even though he's a badger. So yeah, yeah, I I have this as a loss too, um, but mostly because because of Matt Ryan. Like, and it's not like Matt Ryan's like strikes fear into like people when he gets on the field, but he's a lot better quarterback than Carson Wentz, and he gets mm-hmm. to play for a team now that actually has talent. He's been with the Falcons for the last few years. And they have done nothing to help him. Like I don't even know. I don't even know if they were trying to tank. They've just been terrible. Like Cordell Patterson's your running back. Uh, yeah. So like Matt Ryan gets to play with a, a a team with a good running back, a great offensive line, good receivers, a good defense. Like this could this they the Colts could 
do what the I like this might sound crazy, but the Colts could do what the Rams did last year. I feel like they could, you know, they get on a roll. I feel like they have the potential to to go on a little bit of a run because the AFC, I feel like everyone's just going to beat each other up and the Colts are in the, the AFC South. And like, that's not a difficult division. So I could see the Colts making some noise and I have them beating the Vikings in this game whenever it takes place uh, Saturday or Sunday. So I have the Vikings at eight and six and you have them at what? Nine and five. Nine and five. All right. Three games to go. Week 16 is the final home game for the Vikings. This will be against the New York Giants on Christmas Eve. I'm very thankful for the Vikings because my son's birthday is on Christmas, so I do not have to pretend like I'm going to pay attention to my son's birthday uh, if the Vikings are playing on Christmas. They're not. They're on Christmas Eve. I know. Great parenting right there. Uh, Noon kickoff uh, on Fox against the Giants. What do you think? Uh, the Giants got some work to do too. both New York teams. I mean, I, I like what the Giants did in the draft too. getting came on Thibodeau and whatever, yeah. uh, whatever Evan Neal. Um, Evan Neal, that's his name. I yeah. couldn't think of his name. Yeah. Um, they, they still need some work. I mean, Daniel Jones yeah. could still be a turnover machine. I I'm interested to see how he reacts to Brian Dable, but I don't think it'll be enough. I mean, this is basically a tank scenario for a quarterback next year. So, at this point of the year, I think they'll be checked out. I think the Vikings get an easy win at home. Yeah. Um, listen, they got well, Saquon Barkley's returning, but who knows what kind of shape he'll be in. Um, they also have who's the receiver that they signed last year from the Lions? Uh, Kenny Galladay. Yeah, like and he did nothing. Um, but I like I, I like Brian like Dable. He always does. <laughs> <laughs> I like Brian Dable. I like the coach they hired. But yes, I believe that that they are like similar to the Jets. They're about probably a year or two away from from doing making any sort of noise. Although I, I do believe they could have some games where they they keep things close and competitive, maybe have a few upsets because I just like, you know, what Brian Dable was he was able to turn Josh Allen from like this terrible like he was athletic, but he couldn't throw the ball like accurately. And now he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And I don't know exactly if he had a lot to do with that or other people, but um, I feel like he could help Daniel Jones at least get a little better and not be such a, such a turnover machine. But yeah, I got the Vikings winning this game Christmas Eve at home. This feels like doesn't, doesn't this game kind of feel though? Like, you know, you think like the Colts game, couple years ago, late in December, where they're home. I think Adrian Peterson returned that game, and they got blown out. What What was the game last year where the crowd was was super quiet? Was that the Rams game Rams. in December? Yeah, Christmas hangover. Yeah, yeah. so let's, let's, not, let's not do that again, okay? Let's, let's yeah. get out there and, and let's do some – come on, let's go, let's go. All right, so I got them at 9 and 6. You got them at 10 and 5. You already, mm-hmm. you already have them with double-digit wins before their final two games. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Yeah. Mr. Positive right here. <laughs> um, all right. Week 17. Green Bay Packers. I feel like this game, it's a, it's a late game, so it could be flex Sunday night, depending on how each team is doing at this point. But, but for now, uh, New Year's Day, Sunday, 325 kickoff on CBS at the Green Bay Packers. What do you think? 
Um, we'll know a lot more about the Packers at this time. I don't know how the Devontae Adams thing is going to work mm-hmm. out. If somebody steps up, Christian Watson is good. If maybe Alan Lazard takes that uh, number one receiver role and runs with it, I don't know what's going to happen there. I think their defense will be good. You know, you got Aaron Rodgers, like I said, Matt LaFleur is still there, and they're a very good regular season team. I have this as a loss. Um, going into Green Bay, it's going to be cold. A lot of things not in the Vikings' favor. Yeah, I I, I think Green Bay is going to win here, and the Vikings drop to 10-6. and six. Oddly enough, the Vikings have had, you know, a decent amount of success uh, in Green Bay the last few years. They only have two losses in their last five games. One was a tie, so whatever. Two, 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 and one. But still, in Green Bay, division rival, the Packers have clearly been better than the Vikings the last few years. But when they go to Green Bay, they seem to, you know, step their game up at least. Um, so I have the Vikings win this game. Uh, I have them, I guess... I guess I have the Vikings sweeping the Packers uh, this year, which would be a good start to Kevin O'Connell's coaching career in Minnesota. If he sweeps the Packers, he'd certainly get a a few uh, free drinks at the bar next time he went. So I have uh, the Vikings beating the Packers. And so I have them. So I think we might be back to the same record now. uh, 10 and six, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. 10 and six. Here we go. Final game. Can you guess the opponent for their final game? The Chicago Bears. Oh, well, but here's a trick. It's a trick, though. It's on the road. It's not a U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, this game is also, you know, to be determined. Could be Saturday. Could be Sunday. Could be noon. Could be 325. Could be on. The Bears have the uh, money in Nick- the bank contract, and they just yeah, do could it, be, like, it, in the middle could of the night on, or something. Yeah, could, could be on Nickelodeon. Who knows? Um all right, so the Bears away, final game of the season, ten and six. What? Feels like if they're ten, it feels like field. If it, it, yeah, it feels like if they're ten and six, like there could be a scenario, you know, win and get in, or win and win the North. So, what do you think? What could go wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what could go wrong? I've learned. I, okay, so the Vikings credit, they have won the last couple of times at Chicago. They, they, yeah. The Bears have been bad enough that even though the yeah. Vikings have just been downright weird when they play there, they've lost. Chicago is bad enough. I could see that happening. But I never pick the Vikings at Soldier Field. I, I just no. learned it. I, I just yeah. never do it. So I'm calling a loss, and I'm saying they finish 10-7, and seven, wow. which is on par for this franchise. That's hilarious because I have it as a loss too. So we both picked them to finish ten and seven. <laughs> See, you're uh, more positive than me though because you have the Vikings sweeping the Packers, and I have yeah. the Packers sweeping the Vikings. Right. So people will come after me, ask me why I'm negative, and I, I don't know. Like I said, that first game, man, that's they come out and they beat the Packers. Fine, but yeah, I don't know. and and I have them. I have them starting fast, kind of going on a little bit of a losing streak in the middle, and you kind of have the opposite where they start a little slower and have a little heat up in the middle. But we both came to ten and seven, losing to the Bears in the final game. And I, in my article that I wrote for the, with the predictions, I have them, you know, instead of controlling their own destiny to get in the playoffs, which because I feel like if they, this is going to be like a win and in scenario. You know they're gonna have to rely on other teams to to win or lose in in true Vikings fashion to get 
in the playoffs. This feels like uh, a Josh McCowan, Nate Poole, Cardinals 2000, was that three, four? Um, I think it was three. Oh, three. I think yeah. so. Yeah, because 04 05, was the Dante year, yeah. It was. 04 was the, the moon, shoot the moon. Um, so 03, yeah, this, I, I, maybe we're just, you know, so used to all this uh, just carnage to our, our feelings that we're just setting up our own uh, funeral, I guess, for, for the Vikings uh, next season. But uh, yeah, 10 and 7. You got a 10 and 7. Somebody dropped a question here in the chat, and I just want to go over this before we get done. Sure. The Vikings going to be good this year. Are the Vikings 10 and 7 is year? good. If they went ten and seven, I'd be okay with that. I, I would consider that good, right? Did you consider the twenty nineteen team good? I did. Yeah. So, are they going to be great this year? No, yeah. But um, I don't think so. But based on everything they've said this offseason, like, are you satisfied with ten and seven? Because they're like, we're going to be super competitive. We're going to keep Kirk Cousins. We're going to ride with him. Like, ten and seven seems like a. a a failure to me. Super competitive. I don't know. Yeah. That could have just been the Welsh just talking too. It, oh, it definitely maybe was. They see they're, ten they're, as super competitive. They're business. They're businessmen. So they know how to say things without saying things. And what are they competing toward? Are they competing right. toward a playoff spot? Are they competing toward a Super Bowl? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are they competing? As Matthew Collar says. Are they going to have the natural tank? Because they have a lot of players that are pushing 30 or over 30. So that's another scenario. Yeah. Yeah. So 10 and 7. Uh, I didn't predict if they they made the playoffs or not. Um, I will. I'll just say right now. No, I don't think they will. I think they'll left on the outside. I think 10 wins is good enough to get the seven seed. I think so. I think right. they'll get the seven seed and. Lose in the first round. So Mr. Negative picks the Vikings to make the playoffs. <laughs> they, and lose it. They'll focus on, oh, you think you're going to lose in the first round. Well, probably, yeah. Yeah. Probably. What probably. seven seed? I don't think a seven seed is, I don't think a seven seed is one. Um, no. I don't think a seven seed no, is no, one no. since. They haven't since even they, been close. No, because yeah. what? It was the Eagles last year. Uh, I don't even know who the one was. Uh, the Bears this the year a, before. Yeah, no, yeah, so yeah. Seven seed means nothing anymore. Uh, you might as well just uh, go to the playoffs. But yeah, that's 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 all we got today. Um, I'm sure we'll have a bunch of more predictions and stuff up on the Vikings. I'm sure Chris will do some some stuff uh, for for zone coverage and bring me the news as well. So keep an eye out for that stuff. Make sure to like this video, subscribe if you haven't already. Follow the Vikings on Twitter and Facebook. But until next time, which will be Monday, uh, Chris and uh, <coughs> excuse me, I'm getting choked up because we're talking about the Vikings missing the playoffs. Um, Chris and I, <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Bet 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.